morning, traders. I am Emily Bonney, the CEO of the Investment Banking Institute and your host here at Newswear's Trade Talk. Joining me is trading anchor Bill Olson, who brings more than 30 years of institutional trading experience to our program. At Trade Talk, we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Today is Friday, November 10th. Today's moves follow the first down day in the markets in more than a week. During regular trading yesterday, the Dow gave up 220 points, or 0.65%. The S&P 500 shed 0.81%, and the NASDAQ lost nearly 1%. Bill, it's Friday. Let's get into it with what is happening in the markets this morning. Hi, yes, good morning, Emily. I'm watching the S&Ps. We're up 0.21, over two-tenths. Of one percent, so yeah, we look to have a little bit of a rebound this morning. That's good. I mean, you know, yesterday's action, you know, was concerning because um, I don't want to state this. It was all about Powell and his hawkish comments that he made during his uh, speech or his talk at the, the IMF yesterday. Um, they were nothing new. I mean, this is you know, th- this is what he's been saying all along. Um, rates higher for longer, but you know the market was getting ahead of itself. It was pricing in rate cuts in the spring. You know the fact is that the Fed is data dependent. Therefore, they're always going to be behind the curve. They've made no intention of rate cuts, so it's a little too early to anticipate what's going to happen in the spring, especially considering how late they were with rate, hiking rates. Uh, you know uh, when this uh, recent rate hike cycle started. So. Um, expect them to be late, not early with their rate cuts uh, next year um, because, you know, they, they're, they're a data-dependent firm. The data has to come out, it's reviewed, and then they make their decisions. Um, the next Fed meeting is until December 13th, and, you know, right now it stands there's an 85% chance that there will be no action taken, no rate no rate hike. So we'll probably be staying the same. That's going to be positive for the markets in December. Uh, we have Veterans Day, you know, tomorrow, but the markets are open, bond market too. So, you know, let, let's keep that in mind. Um, next week, you know, you got a ton of retail earnings coming up, but the big economic event is that CPI number coming out on Tuesday. That's going to be highly important. Biden's going to be talking with uh, the president of China at, at the APEC summit next week. Um, but, you know, um, what's worrying me is kind of the gridlock in Washington, because guess what? We, we got that the debt ceiling bill that comes due next Friday. Republicans don't have a plan. There, there's no path forward. And this uh, new speaker, he is not going to be reaching out to the Democrats to do it, to do a deal uh, because he saw what happened to you know his predecessor when he did that. So that, that's just not going to happen. Um, so we'll I, I don't know how long this guy is going to be able, in power for because I don't know if he's going to be able to get a deal done. Now, the reason why this is important is not because of the economic impact of the debt ceiling bill, because everybody gets paid at the end, but because of the gridlock. And that gridlock, remember, Moody's already put out a warning on you. They already told you gridlock in Washington, bad for bad for your uh, debt, your credit rating. They low, If they lower the credit rating, you're going to see the markets experience a big, uh, you know, uh, sell-off. So, you know, I'm real, that's the one thing that really bothers me. Uh, I also, you know, important news, I see that China's uh, biggest bank uh, was hit with uh, their a cyber attack. This is their uh, location in uh, the U.S. Not good. Um, 
you know, let's take a look at the markets real quick. We got the DAX. The DAX is down 95 points or 0.62%. We got the FTSE down 94 points or 1.27%. We got the CAC down 67 points or 0.95%. Remember, the, these markets were closed yesterday when Powell was speaking. So, you know, they were all reacting to the negative comments, you know, that came out uh, from Powell, the, uh, you know, the, from the Bank of England and uh, the ECB, you know, they were all negative uh, hawkish type commentary. Uh, they don't want the markets getting ahead of themselves, expecting rate cuts sooner than they're gonna be able to deliver. We're looking at Asia last night, the Nikkei dropped, uh, you know, 0.24%, 78 points, not significant. Uh, the Hang Seng, on the other hand, they dropped 300 points or 1.76%. Wow, this is really getting oversold territory. Uh, the Shanghai dropped 14 points or 0.47%. Um, you know, so it wasn't a good day in Asia, but we're taking a look at oil. We're keeping an eye on oil this morning, and oil's up over 1%. You get WTI at $76.54 a barrel, up 1.06%, and Brent is at $80.90 a barrel. That's up 1.15%. Listen, the key thing here is, uh, you know, the Saudi, Saudi Arabia's energy minister, he's calling the recent sell-off to be done more by speculators and not really related to demand, which indicates that, you know, they, they feel comfortable that that demand is there. Um, the sell-off is really happening because, you know, the, there's less of a concern of, uh, you know, this Middle East situation um, expanding. They, they feel that it is going to be contained. So, you know, that that actually is... Uh, you know, causing oil prices to sell off back to where they were, uh, you know, previously before this uh, recent run-up. Uh, but we'll have to see how uh, if they're able to hold these gains. But for the week, oil is definitely down for the week. Uh, but that's what I have for you in terms of an oil market update or in terms of morning market update report, Emily. And Bill, what I'm hearing here is you're, you know, looking back to yesterday and information that came out yesterday, sort of historical data. You're looking at what to expect in the day ahead. And you're also even looking all the way ahead to next week and the important information coming out. I cannot imagine doing this besides being Bill Olson without having newswear. You're able to do all of this, see all of this information because you have newswear. And we're going to get into some action today, including earnings action, economic events including some fed speak which we we learn time and again is important to keep watching and the day's market moving headlines so let's start with earnings action bill what is going on there uh yeah we had a number of earnings uh, reports come out last night um nothing significant this morning you know i mean let's talk uh, trade desk that's ticker ttd tom tom david these guys beat by four cents they did it on a higher revenue you know some stocks down uh, 23 point uh, 23.71%. It's all about the guidance. Lumina, uh, ticker ILMN, India, Larry, Michael, Nancy, beat by 19 cents on lower revenue, stocks down 12.5%. Again, guidance is an issue. Plug Power, they missed by 17 cents on lower revenue. Not good. That stock's down 37.10% this morning. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Doximity, ticker DOCS, David, Oscar, Charlie, Sam, they beat by four cents and they did do it on higher revenue. That's positive. Stocks up 19% this morning. So that was good. Upcoming Monday morning, we got Monday.com, ticker MNDY, Michael, Nancy, David, Yellow. Um, their EPS is 18 cents. Their expected move is 14.05%. Wow, that's big. Uh, Tower Semiconductor, TSM, Tom, Sam, Mary, their EPS is 51 cents. Expected move here is 8.5%. 
0.76%. Uh, and uh, Tyson Foods, ticker TSN, Tom, Sam, Nancy, their EPS is 33 cents, and their expected move was 7.49% when they released Monday morning, Emily. And now on to economic events, Bill. And here we have a couple of reports and also more Fed speak, as you mentioned in your opening, you know, comments from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell really had, um, you know, made some movement in the market yesterday. And we can't discount other comments that come out from the Fed because they are being watched closely. So give us a rundown of what we should be watching when it comes to the day's economic events. Uh, 10 a.m. we get the, you know, University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index, kind of an inflation report. Um, I don't really follow it myself. Uh, 1 p.m. we get the Baker Hughes rig count uh, coming out. We got a lot of Fed speak going on today, 7.30 a.m. We're hearing from uh, Dallas Fed Bank President Lori Logan at 9 a.m. We're hearing from Atlanta Fed Bank President Raphael Bostic. And then at 1 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to hear from San Francisco uh, Fed Bank President Mary Daly. Um, you know, a little bit on Powell's speech last night, you know, Powell, you know, Powell and the other policymakers, you know, they, they're encouraged by the pace of inflation, by the slowing pace of inflation, but they're unsure whether they've done enough to keep the momentum going, um, you know, which is why next Tuesday's, you know, CPI report is going to be important uh, that, you know, they really are going to be looking at the core Um you know, the, the speculation that I see right now is for that, you know, for that CPI print to come in around 0.25, which would be lower than uh, the September print of uh, 0.30. And that would be positive, uh, you know, for the Fed going into the market. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm looking forward to that CPI print, um, you know, but that's what I that, that's what I have for in terms of uh, economic reports today and upcoming Emily. And the other thing we're going to get through this morning are the day's other market moving headlines. Now, this is information and data that comes out of different sectors and segments. You're looking at things like guidance news, shareholders meetings, buyback news, other catalysts. You have your stocks grouped together, like your FANG stocks, your Dow 30 stocks. And this way, you can get a really good feel for the trading day ahead. So, Bill, what else do you see is possibly moving the markets today? Just doing a data check, uh, you know, autos are higher except for Tesla. Uh, banks are, you know, showing some gains. It's good to see, you know, you, you've got uh, your semiconductors were weak this morning, but now they've turned around. Now they're positive. That's, that's good to see. That changes things for me a little bit. Um, what else do I see? Drug stocks are, you know, mixed to higher, I would say. Um, to, to Dow stocks, uh, you know, one, two. Seven lower, uh, five unchanged, the rest higher. That's good to see. Um, you know, you're looking at your FANG stocks and uh, you're showing uh, some gains in Apple, Amazon, and Netflix. Uh, Tesla, Meta, and Google are trading a little lower, so it's kind of mixed. So, you know, we're, we're up 0.29% on the S&Ps. That, that's, we could still see a positive opening, so I'm excited about it. In terms of the news behind the headlines, you're talking Amazon. Amazon's going to be making... Uh, uh, online groceries, uh, you know, delivery service available for to non-prime members. That's kind of positive. Apple, they agreed to pay $25 million to settle an employee discrimination allegations. Meta Platform, sticker META, they entered into a deal with Tencent to sell a version of its VR headsets in China. Netflix, uh, you know, Verizon's going to be offering Netflix and, and Max streaming bundles at a discount. It's kind of positive. It keeps people with Verizon. It's good for Verizon. You look in Verizon, it's trading up, uh, you know, higher this morning. And you look at the Netflix, uh, there it's trading higher this morning. So this is positive news uh, uh, for both companies. We're talking Dow Jones 30 stocks. I want to start off with Boeing, ticker BA. 
Boeing's been holding up well. It's been trading higher day after day. You know, you want to know why? Because there's a Dubai air show that's starting next week, and this is when they get their orders. So people are anticipating orders to come from, uh, you know, this show, air show. You know, Boeing's, you know, going to, both Boeing and Airbus will, uh, uh, you know, share prices will uh, be appreciated when they get uh, uh, new orders. So this Dubai air show is going to be kind of key next week. Uh, and, you know, stocks moving uh, uh, higher into it. Uh, JP Morgan, ticker JPM, the judge approved JP Morgan's uh, settlement with uh, Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Walgreens, Boots Alliance, ticker WBA, William Boy, Apple, Walgreens uh, sold shares of Sincora, uh, you know, which is about worth about 674 million. So, you know, that, that could be considered a buyout for ticker for a Sencora ticker CEN, but uh, you know, Walgreens uh, got a nice little, little boost there. We're talking guidance news, G dot, uh, Grace, David, Oscar, uh, David, this is green dot. They see full year 2023 EP revenue coming in 1.465 billion to 1.48 billion street estimate is 1.44. Hey, that's an, that, that's an uptick. Gotta appreciate that blink ticker BL. NK, Boy, Larry, Nancy Kilo, they see full year revenue coming in 128 to 133 million. Street estimate was 116. That's an uptick. Illumina, on the other hand, ticker ILMN, India, Larry, Michael, Nancy, they cut their full year 2023 adjusted EPSU to 69 cents from 70 cents. The street estimate was 80 cents. So, yeah, that, that's a big downtick. Uh, we're talking uh, uh, shareholders meetings tomorrow, which is Marathon Digital Holdings, ticker M-A-R-A. They're having a shareholders meeting today at 1 p.m. Uh, buyback news, NVR, ticker NVR, Nancy Victor Apple. They announced a $750 million share repurchasing pl plan. Assurance, ticker AIZ, Apple, India, Zebra. They authorized a $600 million share uh, stock buyback. And uh, uh, Doximity, ticker DOCS, David Oscar, Charlie Sam. They authorized... Uh, another program to repurchase up to $70 million worth of shares. So, you know, not a good buyback news. Let's talk Catalyst uh, events going on. Nor Norvodisc, uh, ticker NVO, Nancy Victor Oscar, they're spending $6 billion to produce capacity of Wegovi, uh, which is their weight loss drug. These weight loss drugs are hot. You know, look at Lily, they got theirs, and no Novo Nordisk has theirs, and, you know, they both know that they're going to be selling a lot of this product. So th these are two uh, interesting drug stocks. Uh, let's talk bed, bed and body, uh, BBWI, B, Boy Boy William India, Citibank lowered the price target to 34, yet they opened up a positive catalyst watch ahead of earnings on the stock. So yeah, this is kind of interesting. It's kind of a duality system, but they, they are positive ahead of earnings. So uh, BBWI is one to watch, but that's what I have for me about news hitting the tape this morning, Emily. This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that professional Newswire delivers. It is now that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. Bill, what do you have for us to end this week? Monday.com, M-N-D-Y, Michael, Nancy, David, Yellow. Um, listen, their, their earnings are out Monday morning. Monday.com's earnings are out Monday morning. Their EPS is 18 cents, and the expected move here is 14.05%. That's a big move. Um, look at yesterday's option data, 928 calls to 1,258 puts. It's not positive. 
that, you know, so it's not hitting all my data, data points. I got to point that out. Open interest, however, 9,308 calls versus 5,316 puts. Very positive. Major brokers like the stock. I mean, buy ratings are still, they still have old buy ratings on this stock and they're still, you know, expecting good things from it, but they have been lowering price targets. That, that is concerning. So, you know, it's not hitting, you know, here's two data points that I look for that it's not hitting, but I still like it. I mean, last quarter, listen, facts. last quarter, they beat by 24 cents on higher revenue and they raised guidance. You know, and then with, you know, with the EPS of 18 cents, I think they can beat that. Um, you know, I, I getting into the stock, you know, I like to get in 135 or under. We'll have to wait and see if that's possible. Um, you know, the stock could just open up higher and run. But, um, you know, uh, Monday.com, I, I think will, uh, you know, show some good legs today. So that's my pick of the day. MNDY, Michael, Nancy, David, Yellow uh, on an earnings play uh for monday morning not sure if i'm gonna hold it into earnings gotta see how the stock uh, runs today emily monday.com it is and monday we'll know how that pick works out and those earnings and coming up we're going to take a look back to yesterday and do a recap on that pick of the day so stick with us but ahead of that let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our hot off the press segment bill take it away uh, Wynn Resorts Casino Operator reached a deal with Las Vegas Unions uh, for a new contract covering 5,000 employees ahead of a strike deadline that was set to expire. GM uh, China, um, that joint venture, they're recalling 1.13 million Buick, Chevrolets, and Cadillacs over safety risks. BlackRock, uh, the asset manager, uh, uh, registered to create an Ethereum, which is a, you know, uh, uh, cryptocurrency, uh, uh, you know, uh, trust. So we'll see how that goes. You know, Walt Disney company is delaying the release of its Marvel movie Blade and the new Deadpool in, uh, installment and several other uh, films um, uh, as a Hollywood studio's adjusted schedule following the four-month-long strike. Figure GOL Gold Lingus uh, reported uh, preliminary October uh, traffic figures um, for, for October, um, a decrease of 1.2%. Disney has discussed putting some TV networks into the A&E networks, which is its joint venture with Hearst. Airbus uh, is said to be shedding uh, 750 positions. Uh, Merck got a positive uh, European Union uh, opinion for one of their Keytruda uh, drugs. You know, Home Depot is releasing earnings Tuesday morning. Um, stock could move thirteen dollars uh, when they release. Uh, typically, it happens. Uh, stock runs into it, then sells off uh, uh, when they release. Uh, Disney's uh, co-chair uh, Dana Weldon is leading their strategic review team uh, on traditional TV networks. The face of TV networks is changing. There's no, it's clear. Uh, that's all I'm seeing for you this morning, Emily. Okay, Bill, before we sign off for the weekend, let's do that check-in on yesterday's pick of the day. You mentioned it in the first of those newswear alerts you just mentioned. It was Win Resorts. As you just told us this morning, the unions representing Las Vegas strip workers did reach a tentative deal with Win Resorts, and this was averting a strike scheduled to start today. 
Now, looking back to their earnings, which came out after the close yesterday, Wynn Resorts reported a Q3 adjusted EPS of 99 cents. The consensus here had been 75 cents. Revenue rose to $1.67 billion, this from $889.7 million a year ago. Analysts were looking for $1.58 billion. Now, even with that beat, Reports are pointing to the Win macau unit disappointing investors who'd hope for stronger recovery. Off air this morning, we were also talking about a loss in their Boston unit. So investors weren't loving it, even though there was that beat. Bill, how did your call work out? It didn't work out. I, I, I'm sucking wind on that one. It opened up at $93.68, which was way too high and you know they, they wound up closing at ninety dollars and sixty five cents you know and after earnings it uh, it, it dropped you know five percent i mean it, you know the, the fact of the matter is that their boston harbor revenue fell hard that was the issue that was a source of concern here um you know i, I look at uh, you know the the various revenue figures that they came in with in their properties uh, across the globe and you know, Macau wasn't too bad. Macau actually saw a big, strong increase. And, you know, you, you saw that in the tape, you know, month after month, they talk about, you know, how it was going, but they never mentioned Boston, but Boston's revenue fell off, the wheels fell off. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that was the reason why they, they didn't beat. And I didn't see that coming. Um, you know, I, I would have, same, it looked good. It didn't hit all the data points, but it hit enough of them to make me feel comfortable with it. But it was a miss. No way around it, Emily. Bill, as you tell us, we live to trade another day today, and we will check in with you Monday about today's Monday.com pick of the day. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here Monday and each weekday morning next week at Newswear's Trade Talk when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with trading anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.